Welcome to the Olfungava Etasi, one family. In this Talanoa, Samoan cultural leader Baumata Toliafoa talks about his chosen mercina, the Tuinga. So, my name is Baumata Daez Toliafoa. I am Samoan. I was born in New Zealand. Um, specifically, I was born in Hastings and raised in Mangere, South Auckland. My mother comes from the village of Salelesi and my dad or my father comes from the village of Satapuala in Uporu, Samoa. Could you describe your chosen mesina? The mesina that I have chosen for Olifungava exhibition um, is called a lavi. Um, a lavi is part of a holistic mesina called the Tuinga in Samoa. And I've chosen a section of that mesina to show for the exhibition. Can you talk about the reason you selected this mesina? I've selected the lave specifically because of its intricate and elaborate um, display. The, the lave is part of the tuinga, so the tuinga has about five um, different sections to it which is woven and sewn into the head of the wearer who is typically of a high chief status or a descendant of a high chief um, so Dalavi is the section that um, is the most adorned so it has the mother of pearl shell and a few other shells um, over time the change from being elaborated with the mother of pearl shell to much more readily accessible materials like um, plastic nylon or shells that you often find in a lot of the Chinese stores. Um, I chose this because again of its elaborate and sort of sophisticated design and because it's eye-catching um, and because of its height um, it, it almost makes me feel connected to the heavens. I read on one of of a thesis that was written by um, Elisiva Siilata, I believe, um, and she talked about the lave being the connector between the wearer, which is the human, and to the cosmos and the earth. So the lave actions or projects this motion of piercing the heavens, um, in which the wearer harnesses the power from the heavens. Um, um second to that I chose this Messina because um because it's uh, woven into the twinger which is part of a single Messina known in Samoa. Um I wanted to sort of highlight how intricate and how elaborate certain designs Samoa people go through um that are not often recognized distinctively. So by taking that section out of the twinger and showcasing it um sort of highlights sophisticated um, the Samoan worldview are and how they come to utilize natural resources to really elevate um, the wearer of, of high status. Can you talk about how important this messina is for indigenous people? As I mentioned before I think because of one of the, the readings that I did on the scholars who did a masters that 
emotions the idea of being um, pierced by the heavens or piercing the heavens so to, to harness that um, that mana from Tangaloa so this is prior to Christianity um, another view or another perspective is that the lave being placed on the head as, as the tuinga that it's part of um, really highlights how important the head is um, in indigenous worldview um, in many other cultures the head cannot be touched by anyone especially for important people um, so to have mesina that is quite common in the pacific as head garlands or head wreaths or ceremonial headwear um, makes the lave uh, a really or elevate how important the head, the sacred space where people's thoughts, discernment, thinking, where people's views are stored. So um, the lave sort of highlights how important the indigenous worldview regarding the head. How does this Messina make you feel as an indigenous person living outside of Samoa? I think the main thing is connection and it's connection to land, connection to the ocean, connection to culture. The lave sort of gives the that tangible or physical element to to see how much of the connection that we still feel even though we are living here in the diaspora. Um, having this lave reminds me of how much of the ocean that my people belong to, how much they resorted to natural resources to make these mesina. Um, and it reminds me of the indigenous worldview sort of prior to Christianity. It's really interesting reading on things before Christianity and how people came to think about how to harness mana and power that is almost equivalent to what we call today as sort of spirituality or um, the Holy Spirit. Um, so seeing those connections between indigenous um, religion, Christianity, and sort of that connection to land, to ocean, to the skies, um, to nature, and in terms of the resources used to make these mesina is something that that sort of empowers me so it's that connection back to my homeland why do you think pacifica people are connected to mesina what makes it so special i think it's it's just the again i think it's the connection um i think it's the celebration of indigenous knowledge i think having something tangible um, that's passed down through generations and generations sort of heightens how important they are um, when something's passed down by um, by generation the value and the mana that it holds increases over time and so when people see these ELM, see these Miasina, they are reminded of those people, they are reminded um, of a, a village of a knowledge that that only these can translate. Um, so I think like the lave for instance or like helps me reminds me of my grandfather who used to be or who used to be who was a carpenter and um, who specialized in cultural wear. And so when every time I make or see a lave I'm reminded of his creative cultural practice um, that I only learned about later through the years. As a person from the Moana, what legacy would you like to leave to your children or next generation? I think personally it's to 
realize how empowering indigenous knowledge is and that indigenous knowledge is almost found in everything um, and most important is at home. I think home is where the knowledge comes from and I hope um, the next generation know how valuable their home education is, that they don't have to look far or attend high institutions or very elaborate um, secondary schools to sort of attain some type of knowledge. The knowledge comes from home and that's where um, a lot of the teachings, a lot of the values are embedded into our head. So um, I hope moving forward or I hope looking through the next generation that they value the indigenous knowledge that is passed through their parents, that they learn through homes, through things like the kitchen, um, running around doing some chores, just serving our elders, our a wider family, um, those little aspects are, are one of the most strongest form of education a lot of um, Indigenous people receive but are often overlooked or underappreciated. What is a proverb that speaks to you? I think there are actually many proverbs that speak to me but I think one that's, that comes to mind quite often and it's used so loosely these days is um, which means the pathway through leadership is through service um, and as self-explanatory as it is I think it really encapsulates a lot of the Samoan review and the Samoan values of always serving always being um, humble humility um, it has aloha and respect in um, which is love and respect or whāroalo and Encapsulated in service are all those values that are important to Samoan people and so in order to hold um, any sort of authority or any sort of or have any commands upon other people or having any leadership roles the most important thing is service and we cannot reach a certain point of authority if we have not served enough as through service that's where a lot of the education comes from so imagine a lack, like having sort of any lack of service which mean um, leadership would also be lacking if you ever kind of consider holding those sort of positions so that proverb um, speaks to me enough in a way that I must always serve um, as that's where the form of education comes from and that's a way that in that way leadership naturally um, will be displayed in my in my form of service Thank you for listening. You can visit the exhibition on the 3rd of March to the end of April 2023, Monday to Friday, 9am to 6pm, and Saturday and Sunday from 10am to 5pm on Level 2 at Tamaki Pataka Korero, the Central City Library. Music